Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The classic tale of 12 Angry Jurors is a story about human conflict and how behind closed doors people will be forced to face their own faults and fears in an effort to find the truth. It's what we have come to imagine happens during, de- during jury deliberations everywhere whenever there's a trial, but in reality, not so much. Take the instance of 68-year-old Ronald Evinger of Ewan, Michigan. He was charged with taking deer out of season and insisted on a jury trial and then insisted, apparently, on acting as his own attorney during the proceedings. Records from the trial Thursday show that during his closing arguments, he used the laws of nature defense tactic and indicated that he did not need a license from the state to hunt deer. Then it took the jury about 10 minutes to decide, oh, yes, you do. (laughs) He now faces a... uh, possible brief jail sentence, but more likely is to get an $8,000 fine. Cliff? Yeah? Do you think in the history of our court system there's yeah. ever been a time when someone represented themselves and won? <laughs> no. Ever? I, I can't imagine that there was. <laughs> I've never been selected for jury duty, but yeah. I'm telling you right now, if yeah. they let you know during the selection process yeah. that so-and-so is going to be representing themselves, yeah. I'm going to scream out they're guilty already. <laughs> And get out of jury duty at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that'll get you right out of it. Do some of your shoes feel colder than others? Yes. I have on the cold <laughs> pair this morning. Really? It's 55. Yeah. And my feet are freezing in these things. Which is, 55 is fairly warm. It is. In the world of shoes, you would think. Well, I would think so, <laughs> yes, in the world of shoes. And my feet are absolutely freezing. Yeah. Now, I have another pair of shoes that my feet actually get hot in. <laughs> I what? thought maybe it was just me. No. So you have the same thing. Well, no, but I think I have it figured out. I think it's what the it's it's the material that the shoes are made out of, not necessarily the soles, although I think that could have a factor. Um, but you see, what I'm wearing today is these uh, really oh, yeah. lightweight. Uh, I think they're Adidas, um, but it's like a almost like a very loose, breathable fabric on top, so they're not going to hold a lot of heat in. That's my problem. Yeah. I'm wearing loose shoes You're wearing this loose shoes. Mm-hmm. I yeah, should have so got the heat's escaping. It's, it's bad. You should have got, you know, the heavier ones today. I should have went with leather. But the <laughs> Can't go wrong with leather. Well, the, but, the prob- yeah, but the problem is with that, it's going to be 80 by, you know, this afternoon. Then they'll be sweating. I'll be home by this afternoon. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> you have nowhere else to go. That's exactly right. <laughs> We had a woman in Durban, South Africa, has proven that criminals there are a lot like criminals here. Chantelle Naidu was in court last week to express her sorrow for doing what she did, and then she threw herself on the mercy of the court for leniency in sentencing. The judge, hearing her case, then fined her a thousand South African rand, but spared her jail time after she was convicted of the crime of shoplifting. 
Police investigators appeared before the court in their testimony accounting the events of the crime, indicating that the woman entered a ShopRite grocery and was soon leaving with items that she hadn't paid for. The 48-year-old mother of three soon broke down on the witness stand, telling the judge that she didn't know why she did what she did, but she was in fact ready to admit she shoved two blocks of cheese in her pants and attempted to steal them. Reports say she was stopped as she tried to leave the store with security guards yelling at her, Wait! That's nacho cheese! She may have later complained that the police treated her like she was a real monster, grilling her and causing a meltdown in the interrogation room. But in the end, the judge could see the Gouda in her and gave her a light sentence. And if you don't like, well, you know, cheddar luck next time. <laughs> it's almost like you don't have one shred of appreciation for the things I do around here. <laughs> well, maybe a little shred. <laughs> Good shape. I knew when cheese was in the pants, we were in trouble here. I knew it then. I didn't know how bad it was going to get. Oh, yeah. It was brie. It, yeah. <laughs> yes. Cliff? Yeah. You ever seen a cacapoo? What? A cacapoo. A cacapoo? <laughs> yes. No, but I think maybe I had to one time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, this is a bird. This oh, is a, it's bird. a bird. Yes, a parrot. There's as there's a, a bird fact. named Kakapoo. Yes. As a matter of fact, it's yeah. the fattest parrot in the world. Really? Yes. The Kakapoo. The ca I had no idea and even a, such a thing existed. Yeah, well, Google it up there and you'll I'm, see. I'm there working he is. on it. And uh, the Kakapoo had a record breaking yeah. breeding season this year okay. in New Zealand. Now, sadly, <laughs> someone's job is to keep an eye on the Kakapoo. And clearly. Keep count of how many times they're doing their thing. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. It has an odd name. Yeah. It's a fat parrot. It's a fat parrot. It doesn't fly. No, that, that was the next what's thing. What's less, less sexy than a bird that doesn't fly? That's right. A right. fat bird that can't yes. fly. It's like the Boeing 737 <laughs> of birds. What a great way to start off the week, Cliff. Yeah. Been uh, communicating by text messaging with one of our uh, yeah. friends that listens to the Mo oh, Morning right. Road Show. Yes, we, and we always like to hear from folks. You can text us anytime, 812-682-0520. I'll give you a little secret, too. Mondays are usually the slowest day. Really? Um, for texting. I didn't, it I usually didn't, is. I didn't know that. Yes. But I've been texting back and forth, and, uh, well, we may have... Yeah. An in-studio guest on Friday. Really? She said she wants to come in and just okay. see what we do and how we do oh, it Oh, so it's almost like a studio audience kind of thing. It is kind but, of but like one, that. But just one person. Just one person. Okay. Well, it's all we can handle at one time. <laughs> and she says yeah. in the text here, yeah. I promise to sit and be quiet. Okay. I can't promise that I won't laugh. <laughs> Oh, we can promise you won't laugh. That's exactly, yes. <laughs> there will be no laughter Friday on this program. We promise. Yes. Mm. Cliff, we mentioned yes. text messaging earlier this morning. Yes. One of our listeners wants to sit in on Friday morning. We're working out those details. <laughs> yeah. And I mentioned how Monday is usually the slow day on the texting For service. texting. Yes. Right. And then the text came in. It says, I didn't realize that you could come in and watch you two. At work. Why would anyone want to do that? I was going to say, work is kind of stretching it. Yes. Why would anyone want to do that? Mercy. That, and, you know, we've had people in here before. In fact, we've had like a couple of um, like interns from some of the area schools. Yes. 
and uh, they're all excited about being here because of what it sounds like on the sh- on the on the radio when they listen. And then when they sit in here, they're like, "This is all that happens." Yeah. <laughs> Bored would be the uh, right. word yeah. that comes to mind, Cliff. Yeah, they're wow. playing on their phones. And yeah, mm-hmm. one snoozed on us one time. That's that's, that's kind we, of a we heart had wrenching. Fall asleep. During yes, the show. during the show. <laughs> Well, Cliff, this cannot be good for anyone. What's that? Singer Adele and her husband of seven years Mm -hmm. have split. Oh, they have? Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) You know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. Mm -hmm. That may be worse than all the Taylor Swift breakups combined. Yes. (laughs) Because she became a star because a boyfriend spurned her. And... She wrote, I don't know, like three albums of songs about pain. <laughs> Heartbreak and sadness. Some young man's life is yeah. about to be completely oh, exposed. Exposed to the world. Yes, in about a 14-CD collection. <laughs> we, there's a church in Washington State who thinks they're on to a cure for everything. And while the Bible talks more of simple miracles that were given away for free... The Genesis to Church folks held a big event this weekend where they sold bottles of stuff for $15 that they said would cure cancer, malaria, Ebola, dengue fever, diabetes, autism, HIV, and multiple sclerosis. And that was after you made a donation of between $450 and $800 to get into the meetings in the first place. The bottles filled with something they called Miracle Mineral Solution, or MMS, and purchasers were sent home with instructions on how to mix the bottles of MMS with citric acid and then drink it, something that was said to save your life or the life of a loved one who had been sent home to die if you chose to give it to them. As it turns out, the contents of the bottle mostly chlorine dioxide. Yes, they sent people home to drink bleach. What was that, fever? (laughs) Dengue fever. Have you ever heard of anybody having (laughs) dengue fever? Uh, That's like a thing that you get in, like, the jungles of Africa. That's what so, I thought, yeah. yes. So not would... a lot of people around here are going to be getting dengue fever. I would hope not. <laughs> well, as soon as you said that, I went, that's an odd one to be treated for right yeah. there. Dengue fever. It's the AP story about the tiger yeah. that attacked. Yes, and at, I'm... The z- at the zoo in Topeka, Kansas. Yes, and right. I'm glad that the gentleman is going to make it that yes. it got attacked. I think, I think it was a, a woman, actually. Was it a woman? I believe so, yeah. That's so much attention. I you was really paying. weren't paying a lot of attention to the news, now were you? But I'm glad that everybody's going right. to be okay. Yes. I just don't understand why, though, when you hear something like this happening right. at a zoo. Yes. That we always the first instinct is right. You need to kill the animal. Yes, I I totally agree with you because I mean it may not necessarily be the zookeepers or the zoo management who who's thinking that. Because clearly that's not the case in this instance. Right. But it's it's the people on the outside looking in, especially those like with the Associated Press or the news media. And they, well, what are you going to do with the animal? What are you going to do? Nothing. It's a wild animal. Yeah. It was behaving like it's supposed to. Wild's in its name. <laughs> it's not the domesticated yeah. tiger that you're looking at. No. No, it's not like a house cat. <laughs> well... <laughs> Although I think sometimes they're out to kill you, too. Talking about zoos, Cliff, we were talking about that a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. I got to thinking about that. I don't know why, but it kind of went from tigers to lions to penguins. To penguins. Yes. Now, well, you know, that's pretty cool that you would bring that up because they're they're working on building a uh, a penguin exhibit at Mesker. Get out of here. I'm totally serious. Like right now they're building I don't know if they've not broken ground yet, but, you know, it's one of those... 
like where you set aside money in the budget that kind of we're moving that way kind of like what the library is doing with their expansion here in town oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay they're, they're talking about doing it it's they're not turning dirt yet but it's gonna happen people like to look at penguins well they're cute but, well but somebody at some point in time in history yeah was the first person that ever saw a penguin Somebody had to be yes. first. No, you're absolutely right. They didn't know what it was called, right? But they saw it, and I wonder if they were sitting there thinking as they yes. were looking at this penguin, mm-hmm. is there a color version of this too? <laughs> you know, somebody a little right. dressed up a little right. better, a little blue, a little red, maybe a <laughs> yellow feet or something. Not just a black and white picture, That's right. <laughs> just a color just basically, version. Basically, yeah, it's just a, it's just black and white. Yes, I'm thinking maybe the first person. <laughs> would you go like a Technicolor penguin or something? <laughs> yes, exactly right. I'm looking for the bird. Don't know what it's called. Yeah, that's got more colors than black and white <laughs> and wattles. Scientists Cliff have been up to all kinds of stuff. Uh oh. Last week, you know, we had the story about their shooting DNA into monkeys, human DNA into monkeys. Yes. Seeing what's going to happen. Yeah, and there's another thing with something about brains. That's right. I don't remember what it is. it like pig brains? At Yale University, yeah. Yeah. they have actually revived pigs' brains hours after the pigs were dead. <laughs> now we're going to face Cliff yeah. a zombie pig apocalypse. <laughs> or would it be yeah. a porkalypse? A porkalypse. <laughs> A zombie, a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Daywig Meats and Hobstadt, they're having their annual customer appreciation sale. It starts Thursday, it runs through Saturday, but okay. I'm not so sure that's the best way to describe it as their... <laughs> customer appreciation? Yes. I mean, you don't think they appreciate their customers? I know they appreciate oh, okay. their customers. I'm just saying I don't think that's the best way we can describe what's oh, going to happen. So they're, oh, what's going to happen? Yes. Because I have been there when that's going on. It's insane. Yes. The number of people... In the store to purchase meat and meat products. That's because of the price. Well, yeah, it's customer appreciation. And the quality. And the, Well, of course the quality, yes. But I'm not going to go with appreciation. You, you're not? Go to Daywigs this yeah. Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, or yeah. all three. Okay. They would love it if you went all three. <laughs> you could go every day. That's yes. Fine. Right. And enjoy their meat apocalypse. <laughs> the meat apocalypse. It's the meat apocalypse <laughs> happening at Daywig Meats. I'm telling you, Cliff, is that not what an apocalypse looks like? It's like a dis- destruction, basically. Yes. And by the time that's over with, the meat cases will be destruction. <laughs> yes. It's the meat apocalypse starting on Thursday at Daywigs. You know, that's not bad, actually. It's not that good, but it's not bad. It's not bad, I'm saying. They're going to hate us for that. <laughs> Read this morning, Cliff, yeah. that at a recent concert, Bob Dylan mm-hmm. interrupted the concert, told the people that were using smartphones <laughs> that were recording his concert, yeah. they had a choice. They could put the smartphones down and listen to the music, yeah. or yeah. he would just stand there, and they could take all the pictures and recordings they wanted to <laughs> of him, and he wasn't going to sing anymore. Wait, wait, wait. He said that? Yes. People were shocked. Well, that's a first. Bob Dylan said some people actually understand. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be a lot of people shot video of that. I bet they did. I wish I'd have got that when I put my phone down. Cliff, the hatred of our two truths and a lie contest that we've yeah. been doing for quite some time now yes. is pretty well overwhelming. And that's why over the weekend, <laughs> well, yeah. I decided to come up with something for the uh, Grand Ole Opry this week that we can't yeah. spill the bean jet. We have to wait until oh, okay. Wednesday. Because, yeah, we don't do that until Wednesday. Yes. Right. But... I believe, Cliff, I have concocted yes. the most difficult contest in the history <laughs> of radio. So what you're saying is this is going to be hard. Real hard. 
It's never been this hard before. I don't believe so. Not in the history of radio has it been this hard. Not a lot of listeners think two truths and a lie is extremely tough. Yeah. That's not even in the same ballpark wait, wait, as wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. It's going to be harder than that. Yes. Like granite we're talking here, aren't we? I, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. Now, you'll win the Opry tickets yeah. if you can, you know, pass the test. And we'll throw in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. And we might even throw in yeah. tickets to the uh, Traveling Harmonic Museum that we're going to try to get well, this we, summer. We, we, we don't have those tickets printed yet. But we can get a voucher. That's right. We'll just draw up a little voucher and we'll attach it to those tickets and it'll say good for two tickets to the Traveling Harmonica Museum. Whatever it is that they are here. I'm right. excited about this, Cliff. Yes. We could spend the entire Friday with our in-studio <laughs> guest yeah. just trying to get a winner for the Grand Ole Opry <laughs> tickets. It's going to be that hard. That hard. I will give you the clues. Yeah. you got to be able to count. Oh, no. And listen. Well, that lets 97% of all of us out now, doesn't it? That's why it's going to be so tough on counting, Friday. Counting and listening. Counting and not listening. Or, not or listening. And listening. And I noticed, Cliff, that today yes. is, well, Earth Day. Well, yeah. We've been celebrating this since 1970. It's not right. a federal holiday or anything. No. It's no. just a day. But I got to thinking for our Take It to the Bank. Okay. I wonder if we've ever had a federal holiday Yeah. that we used to celebrate and we just kind of went, now nah, we're done with that. <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Yeah. Something that used to be a federal holiday, and then the government said, never mind. Yes. <laughs> well, Cliff. Yes. I actually found one. Really? There may be more than one. But here's one that's an absolute fact. That's exactly right. right. And that'll be our Take It to the Bank coming up on the Morning Road Show. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. Well, Cliff. Yeah. Today we celebrate Earth Day, but mm-hmm. there was a federal holiday years ago. That just went poof. It was celebrated. <laughs> it, it just went away. Yes. Okay. It was celebrated from 1828 until 1861. And I'll mm-hmm. bet no one listening has ever heard of the federal holiday, the 8th. The 8th. The 8th. No, I've never heard of that. Yep. I, I know. It was a holiday that yep. commemorated the mm-hmm. final battle of the War of 1812. Okay. And this celebration... Yeah. Historians say was so big that it was bigger than Christmas, only outdone by the 4th of July celebrations in the country. Bigger than Christmas. Yes. Hmm. But we stopped celebrating it during the Civil War, and it is now totally defunct, and no one has ever even thought or heard of it. You would say no one has probably heard of that holiday. Yes. The 8th. That's right. And so what, pray tell, caused this national holiday to vanish into thin air. Well, what historians say, Cliff, is that basically Mm -hmm. it was a celebration of Andrew Jackson, who Mm -hmm. won the Battle of New Orleans. In 1812, or during the War of 1812. And he also was a co-founder of the Democratic Party. Okay. But around 1861, as you well know. Yeah, well, that was, you know, the South tried to secede from the Union and the Civil War and all that other beeswax. And most of the uh, states in the South, if not all, were (laughs) Democratic-led. That's where the celebration was held. And so there's no need to celebrate it. That's right. The North was like, what are we doing this for? No one cares. (laughs) We're basically celebrating the Democratic Party. Well, that makes sense. We're out of here. (laughs) And all of that, you can take to the bank. Cliff, look right down at your feet right now. Okay. What position are they in? Well, my, my feet are crossed. At my ankle. 
all morning long, yeah. I have noticed myself, yeah. kind of like a reflexive thing. Yeah. My left foot, I've never noticed this before. Every time we get ready to say something, yeah. my left foot is in front of my right, like I'm getting ready to sprint out of the building. <laughs> it's been doing that like all you, morning like long. You, you have to make like an emergency exit. Yes, and usually <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting here not even yeah. thinking about it. Well, yeah. But today I can't keep my hand or my head off of my feet. I'm like the starting yeah. gate. Right. And it makes you talk faster. I think I it makes know. you talk faster than normal because you feel like you're That's getting bizarre. ready to run. I have, well, there's some weird stuff going on, I'm telling you. <laughs> and it's just Monday morning. Cliff, anything said today? Praises of the day, start with number three. Not a lot of people around here are going to be getting dengue fever. <laughs> number two. When cheese was in the pants, I knew we were in trouble. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Kind of a clue to help you think about Wednesday. Counting... And listening. It's tough, Cliff. Oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be real hard. Oh, yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.